0: Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So
1: it definitely won't
0: make sense. But it might still be good.
1: Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost, I'm Adam Busher and I've finally discovered the identity of our nemesis, the smack-addicted pit viper wearing a captain's hat. Wait, (laughs) J.P. Russell, my faithful co-host and dear, dear friend, you were the smack-addicted pit viper wearing a captain's hat this whole time? You fiend! It was me... (laughs)
0: Uh, oh, holy shit! Man, we're here. We're here. We're here.
1: After after such a long wait, it's all led up to this, baby. <laughs> we're just gonna get right into it. I I don't have any banter because I'm just excited to get into this. Today we are talking about Expose, the 14th episode of season three and the 63rd episode of Lost overall. Our centric characters are everyone's favorite modern day Bonnie and Clyde, Nikki Fernandez and Paulo no- last name given expose takes place on the 81st day after the crash of oceanic flight 815 jp yeah give me a recap baby history is
0: full of famous duos batman and robin shaggy and scooby-doo butch cassidy and the sundance kid sally jesse and Raphael. That might be three people. Lost has its share of famous duos as well. Sun and Jin, Rose and Bernard, Charlie and Heroin, Henry Gale and Hot Air Balloons. But none of those duos have created more controversy or sparked more conversation than Nikki and Paulo. That's right, folks. We finally reached Expose, the episode that encapsulates the beginning and the end of Nikki and Paulo's saga. We're going to cover it all. And by no means are we going to compromise our ideals or settle on our opinions. And with that said, this episode of Lost on Loss is brought to you by Marlboro Cigarettes. (laughs) Marlboro Cigarettes, for when you've just watched the most insane 45 minutes of television and you need to take the edge off, look for that cool, refreshing taste of Marlboro Cigarettes. Now let's
1: get into it. (laughs) Holy... She's back. She's bad. She requested to be on this on this episode. Um, oh, man.
2: I said I would wait however long it took just so I could do expose. <laughs>
0: That's true, love. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to Lost on Lost, Chrissy Ruiz. Hello. And the date of Chrissy's <laughs> first appearance was... A long time ago.
2: Yeah, I think it was one of the first, like, five episodes.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were you were in the first dozen, that's for
1: sure. <laughs> uh, good guesses from both of you. It was episode 20. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
2: already
1: too many episodes of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> doubt um you're yeah. telling me <laughs> so yeah that uh yeah episode 20 which aired uh back in november of 2021 which means we recorded it probably that summer <laughs> <laughs> welcome back chrissy
2: thank you yeah a lot has changed since then for all of us for all of
1: us for everyone here it is 2023 still talking about lost that's not changed we're gonna be talking about lost for a
0: while yet all day every day they can't stop us until the atf comes and kicks in our doors and shoots our dogs uh chrissy what I know it, a lot has happened between now and the last time you were on the podcast. Anything that you've been watching? Anything that's like jumping out? Anything that you've seen that's like really sort of spirited you away?
2: Okay, so I feel um, I feel like this isn't super recent anymore. We're already a couple of months past this, but I watched Andor, and I oh yeah am yeah, yeah not a Star Wars person like I. I don't dislike it, but I just don't love it like people who sure, watch sure. Star Wars do. Yeah. And it was so good. I was crying every episode. Wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, it was the episode with Gollum in it. <laughs> but yeah. it was it was so good. It just it didn't feel like Star Wars. Like I like how it was set in the universe, but it really it was something totally different from all the other Star Wars I've sure. ever seen. So so good. If you haven't yeah. watched it yet, you're late and you should watch it.
0: No doubt. I haven't watched it yet, but I literally, Kai and I just said we're going to start it this week. So I have one more day to start it. So. <laughs> Hopefully tomorrow.
2: I think something about it is I've always loved con movies. Sure. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This, this show kind of feels like a series of cons, which I really like.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of cons... Uh, and people that (laughs) do sort of cons, do we want to talk about some lost?
2: You're right. I didn't even realize that it was a con episode when I said that, but maybe I just like what I like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We should absolutely talk about this, because I watched this yesterday on my lunch break at work, and I have thought about almost nothing since... (laughs)
0: How did you finish out the rest of your shift?
1: I I was dumbstruck after the episode ended. I literally sat and stared at my computer for almost 20 minutes. Just like... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> it really does uh, wipe your brain. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yes. if let,
2: if, if, yeah if, like, like
1: floss. It like, felt like, brain, like my brain had been flossed in such like, a good way. But yes, we should talk about it. Yes. Expose originally aired on March 28th, 2007. It was written by Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis and directed by Stephen Williams. Kitsis and Horowitz once interviewed former Lost on Lost guest Kevin Heyer for a job and never called him back, which was lame. <laughs> and Stephen Williams is Brother, Peter Williams played Apophis, the primary villain of the first four seasons of Stargate SG-1.
0: Apophis, you motherfucker.
2: <laughs> How could <cordial. laughs> you? That's his brother?
1: According to the, yeah, lostpedia and Wikipedia. Oh, fuck yeah. I was Dude, trying to it's... find something interesting to say about Stephen Williams, because we've already said everything interesting about Steve Williams, and so the next interesting thing was that his brother was... Yeah, that's not, super. Pop, I, do, a I a fucking pop, love Stargate. Apophis apopsis, apopsis, <laughs> a, a popsicle on uh, Stargate SG One. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! This episode didn't have a recap. No, we're just right into it. I was all set to get the recap and just like, bam! Somebody's running through yeah. the jungle. <laughs>
0: Not, not to derail this um, immediately, <clears throat> do either of you remember um, the Lost World Jurassic Park with Jeff Goldblum?
2: Yeah. What, what kind of a question yeah, is, of that? Ass, stupid sure. stupid the, is that? Just making sure. i watched inter- it recently.
0: <laughs> okay, so the, the cold open of that, when the little girl gets attacked by the little tiny dinosaurs and the mom comes running on the beach yeah. and she runs like a
1: chicken that's how nikki runs the
0: it was exact actually same way the
2: same footage they just reused uh, that footage <laughs> it's
1: very similar and that and that scene in the lost world is actually from the first book the jurassic park novel that scene is from i did know that yeah, yeah. so yeah true heads will all know that which you guys obviously do because <laughs> you guys are heads. Yeah. so <laughs> yeah nikki she do be running like a chicken um <laughs> And the camera's doing
0: everything it can to mask that, like, cardio is not her strong suit. I'm sure she's got good core strength. She's out there doing Pilates and yoga, but Make running is...
2: fast. Yeah. It's like, you know, whenever... Uh- you see Tom Cruise running.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he has like
2: those arms just working and working, and yep, then they yeah. zoom out, and he's just such a little dude trying yeah. to do his best. Look at him can. hustle. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she arrives at a destination in the jungle and um, buries a bag in the softest topsoil i have ever
0: seen no rocks her nails are still intact you ever tried digging into hard ass ground
1: with your bare hands
2: that was pre (laughs) dug.
1: yeah yeah um and we are immediately into a flashback saint paul (laughs) beautiful saint paul minnesota um (laughs) nikki is at a uh non-exotic dance club because this is broadcast television
2: i really loved it because it was so empty and then yeah. once you got to actually take a look at the people in there, it was all Asian dudes. <laughs> it was. It's like it this was. is the spot. This is the spot that only Koreans know about. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, as soon as she took off the rain jacket, I was like, and that's why she was cast in the role. <laughs> like, okay, yep. got it. You
1: have a supermodel body. Great. Cool. Neat. Rex and effects. Rump shaker. Fuck! I love that song. Like I don't even care. Like not even ironically. Like if that comes on, I'm I'm gonna dance. And I was struggling to not dance in my office while I was watching it. (laughs) Zoom, zoom, zoom with your boom, boom,
2: shake your Uh, (laughs) boob Can I get a a little more of that?
1: Yeah.
0: What's the next verse? (laughs) God, I don't, I don't know
1: the
3: words.
0: (laughs) So, anyways, Steven Seagal from Above the Law walks through with a
1: briefcase. Yeah, there's a shady dude heading to the back room, and uh, she's eyeballing him from the stage. And then so I guess, I guess her dance is just over, so she just got... <laughs> like, Rex and FX is about three and a half minutes long, and it just started, so like, I think she abandoned the song.
0: Modern day woman, gig economy, she's got to have two jobs, right? This is where they <laughs> intersect, both exotic dancer and spy. Spy? So it's <laughs> just... It happens,
3: Billy D. Williams.
0: Yeah, the next thirty seconds fried my brain like a fucking hot
1: pocket. Like,
2: yeah, wait, okay, this is another. I also didn't mean to already talk about Star Wars. But yeah, <laughs> lots, of, lots of tie-ins. <laughs>
1: I, having seen the show before, vaguely remembered some of the stuff about this. And so, as I was sitting there watching her do her dance, I remembered it just like moments before he was on camera. I was like, oh shit, Billy D. Williams is in this episode. (laughs) And then he turned around and I was like, yes, yes. Well, well,
0: because like I wrote down, like she walks in, the guy's already got a briefcase full of money open. And she says, "Fucking razzle dazzle," and Billy D. the money for the orphanage, and then Billy D. Williams <laughs> oh, turned around, goodness. and then I had to pause and walk away from my television. <laughs> I had to make sure I was watching Lost. Still, <laughs> my I could not fucking handle it.
2: It was a lot at once. And I think something that's really fun about it is like the music production is all like <laughs> intense and cheesy. Yes. so yeah. You really wouldn't know. Yeah. It's so good. Like, is this it, it,
1: it is. It is so much. Billy D. Williams as Mr. Lashad, <laughs> a.k.a. the Cobra, stealing the money for the <laughs> orphanage.
3: <laughs> How could you? What are you doing? The just, it, how could you
0: it gave me such black dynamite vibes and i loved it like
1: yeah yeah, yeah. black dynamite i sell drugs to the community like, <laughs> uh, yeah it's really oh, oh
2: my
3: God.
2: really bizarre and i think i don't know it's do you think that he was just a really big fan of the show do you think he asked to be on it because it was a small part
0: i don't think he's that expensive to book yeah, probably not. Especially, Especially not back at this in 2007. Point. Yeah. Nope. I think they just said, who can we get? Billy D. He gets it. He's he, he's in for a good joke. He's in for a bit. Billy D. Williams fucking flat out shoots her. <laughs> he's in black. just full of holes. Blam, 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 blam. And and then um Cor- Corvette? Cor- Corvette. Yeah. Corvette was working for the
1: Cobra. <laughs> Corvette was working for the Cobra. And then these other two st- strippers
3: come in.
2: But you learn later, so to your point, you know, you're saying she's a stripper and also a spy, but like, that's the plot of Exposé. Like, they I confirm it. it later, that it's yeah. two strippers that are, yeah. you know, detectives or something. Yes.
1: Like. Oh, When those two strippers came in, though, I was just like, ha, ah, you forgot about my loyal army of prostitutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh. <sighs>
1: oh
0: my God. Yeah. Um. Cut. <laughs> Yeah, the, the scene cuts and we now realize that it's a show that was being filmed.
1: Yeah. It is a it is a television show called Expose and Nikki is an actress. She's playing Corvette, the spy stripper or whatever. And she has a very like every like, like that's a series rap on yeah. Nikki. You know, everybody claps, you know, guest star, they disappear into the sunset forever. Whatever. So like, you probably yeah. never see it again. It's fine. So she's uh, from from the bit we saw, I think she's a perfectly serviceable television actress. That's fine. Yeah, for
2: yeah, for like a you know yeah,
1: for like this you know,
2: type show. Yeah, yeah. this uh,
1: you know this Nikita ripoff. Um, is that what that show was yeah. called? La like Femme it, Nikita. La Femme Nikita. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, but then like we get a little piece of information here that makes us think maybe she didn't get the show on merit. Which I mean, it's Hollywood, so you know that happens. But the
0: yeah, she's. Just... Yeah, we, we learned she's sleeping with the director and he's so oh
3: yeah the part
2: when she goes because I, I couldn't remember this part of the episode so when i was watching it and she goes i love you i was like is it her dad <laughs>
3: oh.
2: and then they kiss i was like no
1: oh, i really hope <laughs> it's not her dad or uncle
2: <laughs> but i think um one of the best parts of this episode is that uh you know, because he's offering to her, like, you know, we can find some way yeah. to bring you back. And she goes, uh, we all know what happens to guest stars. And I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much in this fucking episode that is.
1: Oh, sometimes man. Sometimes the foreshadowing is five shadowing. I uh, The studio is directly across the harbor from the Sydney Opera House. Um, yeah. No, it's not. I, that oh. that aggravated the shit out of me, so I went on Google Maps. That's a residential neighborhood. That's directly across from uh, from the mm-hmm. harbor. So, yeah, there's <laughs> it, <laughs> the fuck ever. Um. All right, so now we are going to begin.
0: <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, the most cross cutting i think we've seen in an episode we have so many scenes Mm -hmm. i feel like we got to get through these pretty quick if we're gonna (laughs) not keep everyone here for five hours but yeah because they're very short
1: but there's so much flashing back in this episode it's this episode is reminiscent of the other 48 days yes that's exactly what i felt too where we've got two characters we don't know what happened to them up to this point in the present so now we got to go back in uh fill in some gaps yeah so yeah we we cut to the
0: beach hurley and sawyer are playing ping pong hurley's whooping sawyer's ass yep. again hurley's super good at ping pong and sawyer's probably okay yeah but he's not Hurley. yeah nikki falls out of the jungle <laughs> and fucking dies <laughs> <laughs> now that's how you start an episode
1: yeah Sawyer does a smart thing here. Real quick, he, after she collapses, he sticks his head out into the brush to see yeah. if she would be chased or something like that. So, like, Checks Sawyer is, is a little bit in, like, sort of his uh, almost white hat sheriff moments. Like, he did, he's had plenty of black hat moments in the show, but this is a phase in Lost in which he's sort of wearing the white hat. Yeah.
2: But then he immediately goes, who the hell is Mickey? <laughs> <laughs> which I love.
0: Which is not the first time he's, like, that has been done because you know he says who the hell is hugo for the guy who just makes nicknames for everybody the fact that he can't honestly remember their real names (laughs) i fucking
1: love that (laughs) and i think that's the that's the end of the cold open right um Mm -hmm. lost card and then we cut back in right back into flashback 84 days ago Nikki and Howie, the director of the show, they're just having breakfast at this dude's house. It's this palatial estate, like this just gorgeous house, overlooking oh whatever. And uh, Paolo comes out in a chef's uniform. He's Howard's yeah. chef. Does a little bit of brag here. It's like, oh, this guy, he came in begging me for a job so I had to hire him and you know but they say he's the Wolfgang Puck of Brazil and blah 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 blah. it's like gassing him up
2: see I really love that because it's like he said something about like have one of the rolls they're homemade and do you think that Paulo learned how to actually be a really good cook to get this job or do you think he goes out really early every morning to get some like fresh (laughs) rolls
1: he just gets yeah like a whole breakfast spread from like a nice restaurant (laughs) yeah
2: it's like Mrs. Doubtfire (laughs) I
0: wanted so badly that he actually became that level of amazing chef and he's still pulling this con and doesn't realize that he could just
3: be a, a chef. like, go, like
1: <laughs> Yeah, like he could be the executive chef at like a nice New York restaurant or Paris or Sao Paulo or whatever and just be making bank doing that.
2: But I mean, it's like Nikki, like she had to be good enough of an actress to get a job on yeah. this semi-popular right. show. Yeah. So it's like, what are they doing? Right. Like these are – like I didn't even think of that until just
1: now, but that's an excellent point from both of you. Why are they doing this? Both are – perfectly serviceable at their chosen careers. They could make a living doing it. like Not even a shitty living, like a good living.
0: (laughs) And he was willing to write her into more of the show Ah! and she chose to be like, okay do the show, get a movie deal now you've got more than $8 million. Um, Also, I'm sorry to poke holes in our lovely head cannon because I fucking love this right now Uh, Paulo does say that uh, the secret is the shaved truffles Um, the plane crashed on September 22nd truffle season in Australia is July to August white truffles only last for one week in the refrigerator and black truffles only last for two weeks in the refrigerator so either he doesn't know anything about truffles or the writers didn't do their research
2: (laughs) You know, when I came to guest on the show, I didn't know that we were going to get an education about when truffles were in season.
1: (laughs) For the first time ever, JP's done research. I will research anything as long as as it's not not actually about lost. (laughs)
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah, try the homemade bread. She grabs her ball. Underneath it is a a fancy bracelet. Uh, But behind the bread, that's pretty tacky. What if she grabbed the wrong piece of bread? Right? She's
0: like,
3: (laughs) eat more bread.
1: I'm gluten intolerant I don't want bread and she grabs a mango and like
2: but the thing is too like the bracelet would get so greasy yeah it would some buttery crumbs
1: and yeah. yeah also not to
0: not to like objectify but we saw her body she hasn't seen a carb since 1998
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's like admiring the jewelry and then all of a sudden he starts to fucking die yeah he's got he has a it seems like he's having a bit of a gripper and he, and he, and he keels over <laughs> apparently Paulo poisoned him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and they just fucking get to work. They're like the the facade is dropped immediately. She grabs the shit off his neck. Is like let's fucking do this let's get
1: yep. to work yep. they uh, yeah they snatch a key off of howie's neck and they go find this safe and you know they're talking about oh you know is anybody gonna know it's like nah this is all like it's this is all off book nobody knows anything about anything they open up the safe and inside they find a, a rushing nesting doll which they snatch yep
2: followed by r- razzle freaking dazzle razzle freaking dazzle, dazzle baby
1: <laughs> In garage
3: holy um, hell <laughs>
2: I just like how they decided to pull out the razzle-dazzle thing in the first five minutes twice, and I was really hoping that maybe they're going to, like, hammer on it during the episode. Like, maybe she's picked it up as her new thing, but...
0: Hollywood is allowed to have one famous razzle-dazzle, and it's Bill Murray in stripes. We're done.
1: (laughs) That's it. Come back to the beach. Sawyer, Charlie, Hurley, Jin, and Son are analyzing Nikki's corpse and um, Our our primaries are all off on a team adventure that's right this is a period in lost history where I believe Jack is still in captivity and uh, JL Kate, uh, Said are off trying to rescue him so yeah
2: something I really I really like I think it was Hurley he goes uh, she's got gunk under the fingernails and at this point they've been on the island for two and a half seasons now <laughs> yeah. and it's like my fingernails get fucking dirty after a few days yep. right. <laughs> and with
1: no soap like yeah they're just like they're going to be stained black right. and you know, standy and yeah everybody's got shit under their fingernails <laughs> but i mean these are the this is the crack scooby squad here they're not going to leave any stone unturned listen I, like, I love members of the A-team that
0: are out there doing their thing. I fucking adore this team, though. Yeah. They're so good. Just a
2: bunch of sweeties, yeah. really. It really is.
0: That's it. This is the sweetie bunch. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: the sweeties
2: and Sawyer.
1: Yeah, it's the sweeties. And, and Sawyer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Nikki said something before she collapsed, and it wasn't entirely clear. So they're trying to yeah. sort of parse out what that could have been. Plywood. Parasail. Power lines. Yeah. Uh, Paolo, Paolo lies, thinks Hurley. Uh, Paolo lies. Got it. Got it. Sawyer thinks, well, that's probably a good place to start. And the investigation starts in earnest. <laughs> yes flashback. Yep, here we go. Back to the airport. Sydney Airport. Nicky and Paolo are reading uh, the story about how Howard had a heart attack and died in his house and nobody was there and nobody thought it was foul play and there were no clues despite the fact that Nicky and Paolo didn't wear gloves or I'm sure people knew that...
3: (laughs) The two yeah. of them were
1: seeing each other. I don't
0: know. Whatever. Somehow they get away with it. We've also, we're starting to retcon yep. everything we know about everything. And we're just putting Nikki and
1: Paulo. They were there the whole time.
0: We they just were didn't there see the
2: them. whole
1: time. They were there the entire time.
2: Something I really liked about this scene was they do a callback to her telling him not to smoke in the closet when they find the diamonds. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm going to quit now. Here's my nicotine gum. Yeah. And they're trying really hard to, like, give these new characters some story that you remember from earlier in the episode. And I'm going to bring that up later.
0: Because, like... (laughs) holy hell the only things that they talk about about each other are things that we see in this like first 15 minutes of the show
2: diamonds gum expose you
1: slept with that old guy well you smoke cigarettes we're characters (laughs) (laughs) it's like they were half dimensional characters and they started trying to aim for three-dimensional and they only got to about 1.5 point (laughs) five-dimensional.
2: Yeah, Yeah. they're like, how do we make these sexy people flawed? Maybe he smokes. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! Uh, Speaking
1: of sexy, man, two very hot voices are arguing off frame. Boone and Shannon. Boone and Shannon here. Arguing about some nonsense, man, bickering like a couple of just like a like a like an old married couple. Yep. Uh, Or siblings, brother and sister, or something. It's unclear. Um, Yeah. (laughs) They want to get a chair. Shannon's being a colossal crab. Yeah. Real pain in the ass.
2: I had like a visceral reaction to hearing Shannon. Mm -hmm. She's just like... I know they tried to make her sympathetic and stuff, but she's such a bitch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You've, you've only, yeah, that's the thing. You've only seen her be a bitch. here on Lost and Lost, she's she's she somewhere found a little bit of redemption. Um Yeah. It, it took uh, but the a lot island of it happened for her the day to... that they killed her, so yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. can't win them all. Shannon got done dirty. <laughs> they wander off cuz Shannon's being real uh, bossy and Boone's a big dish rag and so they wander <laughs> off and Nikki's like let's not end up like them. and they're like let's you know and it's all sweet and all that stuff um what happened after the plane took off uh then we cut immediately to the plane crash oh right it crashed and nikki and paula were there the entire time that's right um (laughs) we so we see a bunch of clips from the pilot the day of the plane crash day one
0: listen i don't care how many times we see this plane crash the sound of the engine like revving up and down and Shannon screaming still like gets under my fucking skin it is
1: such a good fucking scene the the chaos after the plane crash it was so well done in the pilot and Ugh. it explains why the pilot cost so much money because they did that part 100% correctly Yeah. it
2: also explains why you know mid season when they're kind of lagging with viewers they're like well, why don't we bring this really good scene yeah back? yeah
1: this you remember how everybody seat. got hooked on that crash let's, let's revisit that <laughs> um, yeah Nikki is looking for Paolo after the crash and the chaos you know all these things are happening the one engine is still spooling and spinning up uh, Locke is trying to help people Boone's looking for a pen Arts is there <laughs>
2: and nikki is so disgusted by him <laughs>
1: oh
0: yeah when
2: she's like Paulo, and then grabs his shoe and it's arts it's like, and oh. then he's like trying to ask her for help and she looks so grossed out
1: yeah <laughs> well, why are you talking to me <laughs> <laughs> nikki <laughs> nikki spots paolo yeah he's obviously fine and definitely not in shock no <laughs> no he's, he's not. so
2: bloody yeah and she's like hundred percent fine
1: yeah his eyes look bloodshot like he's all fucked up yeah
2: i was wondering what happened to because it's like you know when you see him later he looks fine but like there's so much blood on his face yeah yeah
0: Yeah.
1: paulo looked like he got hit in the head like
0: bad yeah like he's just been huffing exhaust fumes for a while and he's got a few brain cells that are kind of fried yeah. and he's just he's looking out into the ocean and nikki comes up to him and was like hey you, you good you good and he's like you know once he snaps out of like, yeah i think so and then she's immediately into where is the bag where's the bag
1: oh it's it's right there honey like i made sure to grab it before we crashed man <laughs>
0: It's in the overhead compartment, which may or may not be shoved up my ass right now. I don't
1: know. <laughs> there was a series of overhead compartments on sort of a pudgy, sort of middle school teacher looking dude. Have you seen him recently? <laughs> yeah, gross. Uh,
0: cut to the jungle. Jungle. Yep.
1: Paulo's dead. <laughs>
0: Man, body count on this episode. Bottom line up front, we're just scratching <laughs> names off the list. Yep.
2: And all of them die with their eyes open. Wide Creepy. Open. Creepy.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jin, Hurley, and Sawyer are the ones who locate Paolo's body.
2: I was just so glad to look upon Jin's just wonderful face. Perfect visage. Yeah, same. <gasps> wonderful
0: man. They do a thing I love here. It's the Chewbacca <laughs> where, like, Jin says something in Korean and we have no idea what he says and Hurley just goes yeah man I know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I love their relationship so, so much good. Hurley's just so supportive and just like yeah you're probably right man, yeah, man. I love you
1: no doubt <laughs> they do some crime scene jokes here yeah. um, you know they locate Paulo's shoe and Hurley's like don't do that you're disturbing the crime scene yeah <laughs> <laughs> Scene, like, what do you do? You have a microscope in your tent? Like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: yeah, he says something about you got like a, a crime scene investigators around here, or something. You got a you got a Dharma a lab, or something. Hatch.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they find a shoe in a tree yep. i love the, i love the jokes here that they do because like this yeah. this is how i feel like at this point like they're, they're starting to react here to these bonkers things happening in the way that i would have met like it's like okay some more weird shit i can no longer whatever I, I can no longer react with like stunned silence like this is this is too too weird right <laughs>
2: yeah i really like the self-awareness yeah. in it it's right. like i like how much it pumped fun at itself in this episode yeah
1: exactly Jin thinks maybe the smoke monster killed paolo oh and hurley definitely
0: like latches on to that idea pretty hard pretty quick mm-hmm. mm. he's like yeah man like what else could it be yeah cut to 75 days ago
1: yep day six uh, after the crash nikki and paolo looking for the bag and sure it's early still Trying to, you know, there's still an attachment to your own things. Like, they're, they're, it's like, oh, if we can find our own, you know, shit, that'd be cool to have. Right. They're talking about things that we know have happened on the island. You know, th-
0: something moving the trees. Maybe it was a dinosaur, you know, whatever. The, the uh, It'll be fine. The Coast Guard's going to be here soon. And then <laughs> local sleep paralysis demon Ethan walks out of the fucking jungle with a whisk. Wisconsin t-shirt on <laughs> repping the fucking badger state baby that's right. go badgers
1: baby
2: <laughs> not only does he have the Wisconsin sweater but he also has a wig that makes him look just like Nathan Fielder uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> and like his delivery is also very Nathan Fielder <laughs> it's the most
0: insane do y'all need any clothes if you're looking for clothes there might be some in the jungle if you need you a shirt
1: I can in, make like... you help find a shirt that's your size <laughs> <laughs> it's like It's like the sound of his voice is sweaty. Like, it's so, like... All right. (laughs) comes bailing through. Boone
2: took the water. Of course he did. Of course it's Boone. Who else would it be? There is so much, like, goofy fanfare in this one. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I know it's cheap, but I a hundred percent by it and then, and then we
0: get the live together die alone speech yeah. again but like the roundies brand version of it like <laughs> like not the same takes you know yep. what i mean
1: like yep jack made this big speech on day six if you can't help find a way to contribute if we can't live together we're gonna die alone and Nikki and Paula were there for that, too.
2: <laughs> like, near the front. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, it's right. weird that we didn't see them. Center circle. The first
1: circle. time we heard him speech.
0: Uh, Listen, I pay a lot of attention to the background extras. Actually, That's Probably true. more than I should. <laughs> I haven't seen them in the background of many of these pivotal scenes.
1: I guess, guess you're not paying attention nearly
0: as well I as must you, thought you thought you were. were. I don't
2: know. Yeah, you think I would forget someone so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: They're both very good-looking humans. They are very like,
1: People cut to the jungle. They're doing some more speculation about these two people. Uh, you know, here on Lost and Lost, we don't know much about uh, Nikki and paulo No. Apparently on the island, they don't know much about them either. No. <laughs> yeah, they're just like workshopping some ideas about like who they might have been, why they might have been there. You know, Hurley's
0: still really tied up on the idea that it was the monster. Mm-hmm. He brings up something about Locke was there when Echo died, and Echo said, "You're next." And he thinks that Nikki and paulo were there. Sawyer's so just like too much conjecture we need to go to their tent
1: and look around their stuff and see if we can find any like hard evidence yep continuing with the investigation there right. is there is truth to be had all we got to do is find it right they're also preparing to this happens at the graveyard right they're preparing yeah to, the, mad, it. The, the ever-growing mass grave <laughs> get real estate yeah. while you can folks <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me if Sawyer was selling plots like, oh, like, absolutely. Just like, yeah, you know. In the event, you know, we all, you know, you, you prepare for the worst, hope for the best, you know. Uh, I'm selling Oceanside graveyard plots.
2: Something next to your loved one.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You, know, you know, if you if you really miss Ethan, you can. That plot's still open.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> cut to back to a flashback 57 days ago yep day 24 after the crash uh um, has got quite the setup yeah Ooh, he's really made himself a home here in the first uh, first few weeks after the uh, after the crash
2: but the home is mostly spiders Ooh, these which is bugs. Just, it, you know
1: pretty horrifying
2: <laughs> 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 Everyone else trying to get shelter. He's like, I need some jars for these spiders. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> does
1: anybody have any empty peanut butter jars
2: laying around? I could really use some. Yeah, yeah.
1: I found this, I found this um, terrifying spider, and I feel like I should have it in a jar uh, nearer-ish to where I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: he he delivers some definitely not important for later exposition about these spiders and how one bit of pheromone will
1: attract more spiders. Oh be careful with that jar. That's uh that's checkoff spider.
3: Um... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't show us
0: a poisonous spider in act one unless you're going to use the poisonous spider in act three. That's screenwriting
1: 101. He's into, he's like, yeah, I'll help you since you've uh, very clearly come over here in a bra to make me help you. I will, I will do so. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let your efforts go unrewarded. (laughs) Right. It's very, very um, sort of like or very selfless of him. Like she put in all this effort, the least he can do.
2: It's just really goofy because, you know, she's like, hey, I was wondering if you knew about trajectories and stuff in this really flirty way. (laughs) And I like her thinking that she has to like bribe him or something to get him to talk to her about trajectories. Like he's collecting spiders. He probably would have been thrilled. Right.
1: Anybody right. comes over there and be like, "You got an, an afternoon to talk about trajectories?" Ours is like, "I got, exactly. I got nothing but time."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cut to the jungle
1: yeah Paolo uh, and Nikki are looking for they're like looking for the bag Um, they're bickering a little bit like you yeah. know hey why are you flirting with ours and she's uh, like don't fucking yeah. tell me what to do you're not my fucking supervisor right
0: well you you fucked the producer it's like yeah that was part of the that the was con. part yeah was part of
1: the con it wasn't like okay we're gonna we're gonna rip this guy off um, do you think it would help if I fucked him <laughs> no don't do that I think I think it would really help if I fucked him
2: <laughs> what's a con if I'm not trying to seduce somebody
1: right
0: yeah they uh, come across goldie's plane baby it's not
1: yummy's it's goldie's it's goldie's plane we're all on gold like it's goldie's plane we're all just riding on it right. it's goldie's um, island yeah, he was technically uh, there and crashed the plane before it was cool yeah exactly um the rest in power king yeah the yeah they spot the beach craft up in the thing and some more just some more like go up there no, if I go up there, to fall down. <laughs> what are you, yeah. nuts?
2: <laughs> I love it, yeah. Because that's exactly the kind of plane crash survivor I would be. I'd be so unwilling to do anything risky. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding? What? We're already probably going to die. You think I want to do it sooner? Right, yeah. And
0: that's, okay, not to, to fast forward here, but they also find the fucking pearl, Well, it's, right? the same,
1: it's the same thing. As they're ignoring the beach craft, they walk across something that sounds like a hole in the ground. And they're like, what was yeah.
0: that? Man, nothing, probably. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably Milhouse. Um <laughs> But like they, they open it up and Paul's like, let's go down there. And, and Nikki gets real indignant. And she's like, oh, you don't want to go in the plane, but you want to go down the hole in the ground. It's like those are not the same, not the same. thing. Not the same at, at all. That's all. a ladder.
1: That's a cliff. <laughs> right. Exactly. One is a man-made structure. One is an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they yeah they discover the pearl days probably before anybody else notices it and they're just eh, fuck it, no. let's not worry about it yeah the the bag's not down in the hatch so okay. let's we got to find the bag that's that's the thing uh come back to the jungle sawyer and hurley are searching nikki and paulo's tent they find some bugs they talk a little bit about how Arist and Nikki and Paolo were friends a little bit. Yep. They find the expose script and Hurley yep. explains the whole show
0: within a show. Yep. Sawyer also finds a radio. Ooh. The same kind that the others use.
1: Mmm. <sighs> weird. Why would <laughs> you have that? <laughs>
0: I don't know. They must be <gasps>
1: working with the others. Oh. <gasps> dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun yeah.
0: dun. he's my fucking jump to conclusions Matt
1: <laughs> um, uh, cut to 48 days ago yep day 33 Shannon and Arst find out about the guns from Kate is this the pigs are walking the what the, where Arst flips out and says the pigs are walking oh yeah yeah <laughs> I I personally loved that because that is exactly what a high school teacher would do. Reference Animal Farm. The pigs are walking. The pigs are fucking here. I did not pick up on that. It was, it's, ours did did several things in this episode that made me think of George Costanza. (laughs)
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> the pigs
2: are walking, people. They're walking. <laughs> <laughs> they're walking, Jerry. Pretty good, yeah. Pretty, pretty good impression.
3: I
1: fucking, <laughs> I fucking love arts. <laughs> but yeah, so like they're like, oh, you found this really important thing. Where did you find it? Maybe our important thing is in that same place. Because yep. I guess at this point it makes sense that they've searched basically all the obvious Everywhere. places. Now right. let's start. Yeah. Che- now let's start checking the less obvious places. Right. So they head to the pool where the Halliburton case was found the waterfall mm-hmm. they bicker some more here like there, there's obviously some f- f- some friction happening regarding this you know the search for the bag mm-hmm. Um is starting to become paranoid that like once they find the bag Nikki's not gonna need him anymore which makes sense I don't think he's out of line for thinking of that right she's very focused on the money and not on
0: them Right.
2: I don't care about the blood on your face. Where's the bag?
0: <laughs> right. Well, and again, she brings up something about, oh, you don't want to do it? Well, Something about, you know, remember when you reminded me about something I didn't want to do, like sleeping with Howie or whatever? And it's like, yeah. these are the only things we know
1: about these characters.
0: Yep. That's it. Everything we're ever going to know about them is in this episode. Yeah.
1: But none of this matters. Uh, Rodrigo Santoro, get your shirt off and go swim, bud. We got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
2: what a tan man. Jeez. So tan. <gasps>
1: Uh what
3: <laughs> <laughs> we all just got caught. Yeah, get him at him. Just, we
1: were all transported.
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: just need a moment there to cool <laughs> off. Um he dives in, he finds the bag. He can't quite get it. It's like wedged in a rock. Um yeah. and he can't get it out. And he comes up for air and she's mm-hmm. like, Did you find anything? And he says, No. Yeah. And so she just runs
1: off all mad, but then he dives back under the water. He did find the bag
2: i like how she just left him yeah so
1: petulant god damn like you guys are already having an argument go ahead and make it worse by just running off christ it's fine it's fine we have enough relationship drama with the other characters on the show i'm not going to harp on these two they've only got so much time here for us to focus on them and i want to focus on the good stuff (laughs) not their inability to communicate we come back to the graveyard yeah present time yep more speculation about the others and their connection to nikki and paulo mm-hmm. how why they might be working
0: together this is like the third scene in a row where we're talking about kind of the same thing
1: yeah my son wonders out loud about her attacker she's like i think there's credence yeah. to this who attacked me it was the others how did right. they know where i would have been nikki and paulo have been here Literally the entire time. hmm <laughs> And then the camera shows us Charlie and Sawyer looking like the most guiltiest fucking people that I've ever seen. Like, they might as well be kicking the dirt, like...
0: It's that monkey side-eye meme, you know, just like, yeah, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm.
2: I love that they had to put some kind of, like, a plot important piece in this episode so that people wouldn't just, like, skip over it. Right.
1: because <laughs> yeah, don't, don't forget, beyond all of the stuff that we're telling you about Naked and Paula, this is part of a larger story.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell your friends to watch it. Don't tell them to skip it. There's something important there. Tune in next week. <laughs> Still watch.
1: Yeah. This, this bothers Sawyer, so he's like, I'm gonna go on Check patrol the some or. more. Yeah. And he whips out a gun,
0: and Harley's like, uh, where'd you where'd you get that gun from? He's like, ah, I found it in their tent. That's the same gun from the pilot. Adam, you said, to throw a rock, find a gun. Throw a gun, find a gun. Everybody's just got guns on this fucking island.
1: <laughs> some, somewhere in here, in this episode, they say, you used to have all the guns, now you don't have all the guns anymore, and he's still got a gun. <laughs> Despite the fact that he had at one point and now has lost all the guns, he's still got one. <laughs> what? Go check the perimeter so your services won't be needed for the next scene. That's just Americans, you know? We're just. We'll find guns
0: somewhere. Yep.
2: They just come to me. Yeah, yep, that's right. I don't seek them out, I just find them. Just manifesting. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, Cut to a flashback. Yeah. Day forty nine after the crash. Yeah, thirty two days ago. Paulo pulls the nicotine gum out of the bag and just like in a fit. Um, how is he still having nicotine fits six weeks after the last time he could have possibly had a cigarette? Right. Nobody like, there's no likes way. nicotine gum. Like no. you
0: don't just choose to start chewing that again. No.
1: Even if he was bumming smokes from Sawyer or something, the Nick fit stopped a month ago. Right. I, I would have bought more him like seeing like oh yeah I used to smoke and then just like tossing them aside. Sure, but uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's a reason why he's got to have the nicotine gum on him later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. It's almost like it's
1: important. <laughs> he starts burying the bag in
0: plain sight of other like You can see tents.
3: You can see people walking around.
0: And he's like,
1: oh, I sure oh, I better
0: take fast. I hope nobody sees <laughs> me. Burying my doll. <laughs> and daddy swagger John Locke just walks out of the tree line as he yep. do. Yep. Carrying a torch. Yep. What you doing?
2: <laughs> John Locke sees all.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I love it so much. And. I was like, oh, I'm not doing anything. And John's
1: like, okay, well, it looks like you're burying a fucking doll, my guy. <laughs> I'm not an like, expert on all jungle and beach activities, but it's pretty apparent to me. Let me give you a little advice. Things don't stay buried, specifically here on the beach, because the beaches are around. <laughs> I mean, things don't stay buried on this island.
0: Right, yeah.
1: He's like, It's winter, high tide's coming,
0: this is all gonna wash away. So maybe find a
1: better place for all your weirdness. Like Paulo takes this advice to heart and he's like, Maybe there's a place where I can hide I can bury the doll and I won't forget where it is. That other people aren't gonna be there. And the other, yeah, and other people won't go there. That's right. A question mark amount of distance slash time away from the beach. I remember the one time I found a what appeared to be a root cellar. Um (laughs) uh, I'm gonna go there in the dark by myself and put this in there. Yes. So
2: And is totally unfazed by finding a toilet and a bunch of TVs. He's like, I don't need to tell anybody.
1: (laughs) No. It goes down there, yeah. It's the uh, it's the pearl. It's this observing station from the Dharma Initiative, leftover from the from the halcyon days of the Dharma Initiative. It's got all these TVs, mm-hmm. yeah. Functional bathroom, all that stuff. So it's not good enough to just stash it in this room somewhere. I'm gonna put it in the tank of the toilet. Um, sure. Why? While, while he's in the bathroom, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: this scene angered me. <laughs> Living bruise henry ben linus Gale, and love of my life dr juliet berg future ex mrs Butcher, <laughs> exactly played ably by the uh, the the timeless elizabeth mitchell <laughs> dressed in their others beach costume like yep. they- <laughs> for some reason they come down there they use one of the tvs is that shepherd is that the guy that's the yeah. guy he's the one he's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna do the surgery and she's like she's not he's not gonna do it yes he will I'm going to get him to do it by doing the thing I do, finding out what people care about and exploiting it. And I was like, man, you're really being a dick to her. <laughs> that is not how Ben talks.
3: No, it's
1: not. <laughs> like, how how are you going to get him to do it? I will. Right. Or something like brevity, mysteriousness. I have a plan. Yeah, I've got a plan. Yeah. Exactly, that line of dialogue really made me very angry. Incredibly out of character. It was like he might as well have been wearing a big fake curly (laughs) villain mustache. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, the writers had to spend all of their effort trying to come up with the character traits for (laughs) Mickey and Paulo.
1: Then they forgot about the established traits of these other characters.
2: Yeah, you know, you can only spend so much time on character building, right? And
1: And it's the same thing as the graveyard scene. It's like, hey. If your friends aren't interested in the, uh, you know, the survivors sort of like cannibalizing themselves by, you know, uh, having these weird plans and like Charlie and Sawyer so kidnapping Son and all that. Don't forget, we got some other drama happening too. There's this whole <laughs> other squad of people over there, and they've got important shit going on too. This guy needs a need, has to have surgery.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then Juliet goes, "What a cutie!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's mm-hmm. actually. <laughs>
3: Are
1: we about to kiss right now? Uh, What? Oh my god! What would happen if we kissed in the Pearl Station? (laughs) That's gonna be the name of my book.
2: There's no one here. No one will know. (laughs) There's
1: absolutely nobody in the bathroom. Uh, uh, Certainly not a guy who's been here the entire time. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm not saying I want to kiss, but like if you wanted to, I would.
1: If you kissed me, I would probably kiss you back. (laughs) (laughs) They bail, and they forget their walkie-talkie, and Paolo picks up the walkie-talkie. Neat. Cut to the beach. Hurley uh, goes to talk to Desmond.
2: (laughs) What the fuck? Every time I see Desmond, my heart just like clenches. (sighs) I just fucking love Desmond. Such a good dude. Yeah.
1: Uh, Hurley wants to know if Desmond can use his psychic powers to help them solve the crime, which is smart. Yeah. Cause that's exactly how they would resolve this in some sort of soap opera, which this episode entirely is. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Desmond's like, that's not how it works. Death, yeah. I just see little flashes and Hurley's like, your, your
0: powers are lame. And I'm like, dude, that's kind of rude. That's yeah, super dude.
1: rude, man. Give him a break. Don't, don't He's be like, digging on his powers. Yeah. What powers you got? besides yeah. bad luck. But then Desmond's like, "Okay, so like my psychic powers don't work that way, but my powers of observation work just fine and I saw right. Nikki and Sawyer arguing this morning." Ooh. So, you know, do with that what you will. I'm going to finish eating this mango. <laughs> Cut to the mass grave. <laughs> Vincent stealing the blanket that's
0: covering their loathsome corpses. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Love love to see the dog. Love to see the dog. Love Vincent. Vincent's the best. Son Son and Charlie are... They're working... Continue to work in the graves. And Hurley comes over and tells him what Desmond told him. Hurley's trying to figure out why is Sawyer doing
0: all of this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if he's behind all this, like what to what end? Like what is going on? So he's gonna go get Desmond, and Desmond's gonna tell everybody what he saw, just so that there's
1: no middleman here or whatever. Right. Everybody's on the same page. Yeah. And Charlie comes clean to Son. Yep. He was the one. We saw it we saw it in the long con. Charlie and Sawyer were behind son getting partially kidnapped as part of an elaborate ruse on Sawyer's part to get his hands on all the guns and Charlie's revenge plot against Locke. Yes. She doesn't take it well, which makes sense. <laughs> You're right.
2: But not that badly. Honestly. But yeah, I
1: mean, she doesn't like flip out, she just she gives him a hard look and leaves him sit there. Which is almost worse. So do something! Yell at me!
2: Scream right. at me! Make me feel like a piece of shit. I am a piece of shit. And she's right. just like, it's like the dad thing of going yeah. like I'm not upset I'm disappointed <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs>
3: yeah
0: she's she's like I'm gonna go I'm gonna walk away and collect myself and figure out
1: what to do with you yeah <laughs> like, exactly cut to a flashback nine days ago yep day 72 we've seen this episode Yep, the A team goes to the pearl this I think was this was one of the first times where we were like who the fuck are these two because <laughs> yes. we were watching that episode and in that episode Nikki and Paulo like we'll go along you always talk about not being included let's go and i'm pretty sure jb you were like what why are these two fucking background extras getting lines like
0: (laughs) even knowing what we know it still baffles me that these two characters are written into this show (laughs) right yeah
2: we're gonna talk about this later but i think it's so so good (laughs) Paolo
1: it went along to recollect the, the diamonds, or yes. yeah, the bag. I guess yes. we don't know it's diamond yet. Right.
0: He doesn't want to tempt fate and have somebody else try the toilet, oh, it's not flushing, and then find say It's like, oh, well,
1: this is why it's not working. Somebody jammed a Russian nesting doll in here. Right. That's <laughs> weird. Um
2: yeah. hate it when that happens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, oh, God. Uh, come back to the graves. Uh, Hurley confronts Sawyer about having the argument with Nikki. And then Sawyer confesses to helping investigate because he knows she was trying to hide something. Yes.
2: Man, if I were Sawyer, I would get so tired of these people just like always having to prove that I'm a good guy.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean he's like well, the constant red flag of, or not. Red he flag.
1: does some shitty things,
2: red though. Herring.
1: Yeah, the red, yeah, the red herring. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're on an island with a monster and an antagonistic group of people. What is the source of your problems? Oftentimes the survivors think, well, Sawyer's probably on it somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's again not without. <laughs> merit because right. yeah to spend a lot of season 1 and a big chunk of season 2 being pretty antisocial yeah. his his redemption tour has only really begins in earnest in mid season 3 so he's probably only been like quote the good guy for a couple days so like you know it's gonna take some time to win the hearts and minds etc cetera, etc cetera. right yeah that's a good point which he does do a little bit here like he's yeah. like okay yes I was still doing a shitty thing but like yeah like here, here's the gun it's not even loaded like, yeah and here's what she was hiding I found it I dug it up it's a bag right. of diamonds right and you can have it because yeah. like I don't care yeah he saw
0: an angle and he was willing to exploit it but yeah. it wasn't anything worth exploiting which is shitty and not shitty in its own way But he's like, uh, listen, I I wanted to check this out on my own. And it turns out it's nothing. But like, I didn't have anything to do with their death ahead of time. Yeah.
1: And and, and I got to imagine part of it's for him is instinct. Like he's been doing the con man thing for so long. Totally. That's his first impulse. It's like, yeah, what's the angle? Flashback. Twelve hours ago. Yeah, earlier so many that
2: flashbacks. Day. There are so many cuts in this one. God. Mm-hmm.
1: Nikki and Paolo have a little conversation on the beach. You know, hey, maybe it's good that we didn't find it. The diamonds would have tore us apart. Which I don't believe. I think their love is real. Um, <laughs> sure.
2: He quit smoking for her. Yeah.
1: Don't don't make me don't don't shake my faith in romantic love um, and tell me that <laughs> this isn't gonna work out. Uh, <laughs> paulo gets up to like he's like i'm gonna what does he say i'm gonna go yeah yeah he's like i'm gonna go make breakfast yeah 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 and she's like she's like chilling a little bit saying like, oh what a nice guy and then she sees the Chekhov's gum. nicotine gum had fallen out of his pocket <laughs> shit <laughs> the nicotine gum was in the bag oh it's highly unlikely that the nicotine gum just fell out of the bag he must have found it right he must have found the bag well it's not dharma brand nicotine gum so that's true so it was not in the supply drop which would yeah. be really funny actually if there was nicotine gum in the, in the pallets. that would be really funny yeah um, <laughs> there's still a lot of show left man that's true that's very true so nikki's like well okay my beloved has lied to me i'm gonna fucking kill him <laughs> <laughs> He's been lying to me for question mark number of days. Yes. And the punishment is death. Who's got the guns? Sawyer's got the Sawyer's guns. Sawyer's got the guns. But he doesn't. He had him. And then he lost him somewhere. Yeah.
0: And even if I did have the guns, I wouldn't give them to you. You need to go cool off. Also, <gasps> who the hell, are,
2: hell you? are you? <laughs> it's so cheap. I like it. I like the bit. It's a good one. I love it.
1: Yeah. It's so <laughs> good. Oh my god. <laughs> Go back to the graves. Sawyer finishes digging the hole. He's kind of by himself. Everybody like left him, you know, after, you know, it was one of those things like, oh, you know, Sawyer, Sawyer admitted to Samantha's social behavior and now he's mm-hmm. got to be isolated a little bit to, you know, you have to think about what you did. Yeah.
0: He says thanks for nothing to
1: her corpse. Yeah. <laughs> okay yeah jeepers you always say that you're always like let's not speak ill of the dead especially when they've just died like christ almighty thanks for nothing god it would it would be really a shame if she were still alive and could hear you say that that would be really really mean um <laughs> son comes up and confronts sawyer this is some bad shit yeah like bad as in like awesome yeah yeah like charlie told me you gonna tell Jin? no because <sighs> then we'd have to dig another grave <laughs>
3: Dude.
1: Yeah, she's so cool. And she's I so so cool. <laughs> believe it. <sighs> ice cold. Oh ice in her veins.
0: And we've never seen Sun really be like that before. You know, she she very much doesn't like the fact that her husband's kind of an enforcer for the mob. She doesn't like that her dad's kind of a you know, like a racketeering yeah. guy, and she's all about like kind of being everybody's, like, best friend, mom, sister, you know, just a shoulder to, to fucking cry on if you need, be support. And she's like, me and my husband. Will fucking kill you! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Hell yeah, son!
2: She did mob life like 15 oh, years oh before. Yeah. It was yeah. Came. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: This this was not son confronting Sawyer. This was Mister Page's daughter yes. confronting Sawyer. Yes.
3: yes. Yes. Oh,
1: dude, that's such a good way to say that. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh, I lo- I loved it. Amazing. Because Sawyer and you can see Sawyer's like, yeah. 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 (laughs) So they're they're gonna eulogize a little bit here. Oh, she slaps him. Oh yeah, gives him one. Yep.
0: Son just decks him before she walks away, and it's just like she puts some stank
1: on it too. Mm -hmm. Like, and for him, it's just like occupational hazard. Right. Yeah. Won't be the last woman that'll ever slap him. (laughs) No. (laughs) Maybe not even in this episode. (laughs) Maybe yeah. Maybe not even today. Right. (laughs) But so they, they, uh, they're going to bury him. Hurley gives a bit of a eulogy,
3: right? Yep.
2: It appears you killed each other for diamonds. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep.
2: Really good. And want that said, when I die. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, and yeah, they start to start pitching a couple of shovelfuls of dirt in. Sawyer dumps the diamonds in the grave. He's like, "Fuck, am I gonna do with this?" They 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 don't even know how much it's worth. They know it's worth millions of dollars, but they're like, "We've been here for almost three months." Right. We're we're gonna die on this island. We're, we're yeah. We're di- we're island
0: people now. <laughs> what are we gonna fine. do? Like hold on to these fucking things?
1: Like yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> Flashback. Eight hours ago, Nikki confronts Paulo. Well, I, I found the bag. Where is it? It's right here. You have it. You're a scumbag. That's the bag I found. You've been lying (laughs) to me. You have the diamonds. Give them up. Yeah, I found your gum, dipshit. (laughs) He's thinking to himself, shit.
2: I was looking for my gum.
1: (laughs) Um, Fuck. I found your script, too, but I'm not getting any credit for that. Um (laughs) (laughs) While staying in this argument, Nikki
0: just opens up a jar Uh and throws a spider at him. Spider toss. (laughs) It's like pocket sand. <laughs> it's
2: pocket spider. What what kind of spider, Adam? <laughs>
1: <Check> <laughs> off spider. <laughs> the Medusa spider. Did you know that these things will not kill you? They'll bite you and they'll paralyze you for eight-ish hours. Also the reason that you normally keep them in a jar, especially if you're a high school science teacher living on a beach. Is because the the pheromones on this little lady just drive the boys wild. Horny spiders. If you are a Medusa slash Chekhov spider, there are hot single male spiders <laughs> in your area <laughs> and they want to talk to you.
0: Oh, fuck, dude. I fucked up my line earlier when I said don't show us a spider in Act 1 unless you are going to use it. And let, me, let me dub this in. Don't show us a horny spider in Act 1 if you're not going to
1: use the horny spider in Act 3. There we go. that's much better the spider yeah she whips the spider at him and it lands on his neck and chomp bites him he smashes it Ah, he's got almost spider-man like reflexes but not quite he's about to
0: (laughs) Nikki goes on this fucking rant where she's like you're paralyzed and now I can do
1: all sorts of evil shit to you yeah she does like this almost soap opera-esque villain monologue yeah
0: (laughs) Which really just boils down to, because like, she can't torture him really to get an answer because he's not going to be able to talk for much longer. So she just searches him and finds yeah. the diamonds in his junk.
1: <laughs> I'm going to violate your Fourth Amendment rights. <laughs> That's the nasty thing I'm going to do. You <laughs> ever <laughs> heard of an unwarranted search? Here we go. <laughs> Is that the Fourth Amendment? I don't know. <laughs> I, I usually have to pay extra for that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he did have the diamonds down by his unit, though. Yeah. And and, and I give her credit for not looking at his junk immediately. She sort of checks the shoe first, which is a dumb place to put it, because she hypothetically knows how big of a bag of diamonds it is. Right. But, like, sure, okay, yeah, yeah it's in a shoe. If it's not in a shoe, maybe it's under his balls. you yeah.
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Which> went wrong. <laughs> yeah, so he, yeah, he's only got so many words left before he's, like, fully paralyzed. says, I'm sorry. She's like, you're only really sorry because he got caught. He says, mm-hmm. no, We're probably true i, I did it because i was afraid of losing you which is also probably true yeah it feels very genuine because like we established both of those things can be true yeah and while they're having this conversation <laughs> dem pheromones <laughs> oh yeah i
2: just want to take a second just before we get to the pheromone spiders yeah what a toxic couple they are oh, oh my god god Oh like God. When He's like, I was so afraid of losing you. Right after she's like, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> like gets all misty eyed. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. babe! Like you think Shannon and Boone are bad? It's these two. Oh yeah. God.
1: But yeah, some of the some of the boys come looking for the stank, and uh, she <laughs> gets bit. Thirsty on the- <laughs> spiders. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets bit on the ankle by one of the boys, which is bad. Not good. <laughs> not because good. Because she's now going to be paralyzed for eight-ish hours, and she's going to be paralyzed for slightly longer than him because she got bit after. Um, yeah. So, but she realizes this is going to happen. She's like, okay, fuck. She's like, I'm going to hide the diamonds. Right. And I'm going to run for help. So she runs a little bit, buries the diamonds. She she runs up to
0: Sawyer and Hurley playing ping pong. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that that's where we collapses. start the episode. Yeah. And
1: she says, Par- I'm paralyzed. Yeah. Which... <laughs> Could sound a lot like Power Lines or Plywood or whatever else they
2: said. Power
1: Lines. Power Lines, yes. Power
3: Lines. I Um,
1: Lie by Power
2: Line. (laughs) Oh, what a good song. Oh.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We're
2: looking to To each other's hearts. hearts. Dad, do the perfect cast We'll never
0: be far apart. And baby love is is the reason reason why. why.
1: This episode's gonna get demonetized. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounds just like the movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: People at home are like, is that a real song? <laughs>
2: just
0: make that up on the fly? <laughs> 90% of our listeners are people who have been in this podcast and they have all
1: seen Goofy Movie. I'll put, money
0: on, uh, I, I put <laughs> <have> <laughs> money
3: on that. And they also love
1: money on So yeah, so then um, Holy fuck. Okay, we yeah. come back to the grave. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh. Uh. Her eyes snap
2: open just as the the dirt goes on her. (sighs) It's such a good moment. That that
1: grossed me out so much. Yeah, it plays into a
0: fear that we all have. Like
1: talk about sleep paralysis. She's like, that's what's happened. She's done. She's fucking done. Yep.
2: So so Hurley and Sawyer just buried Nikki Powell alive. Yep. And they put, like, a lot of dirt on them. There was a big pile of dirt on top.
1: Now, obviously, it takes more time to dig a hole than fill a hole, but they spent the entire day digging this grave, and they filled it in about five minutes. Well, I feel like they they realize
0: they have to start digging these graves uh, deeper if they're going to be in sand. Uh, Yeah, so, you know.
2: So, yeah. (laughs) i don't like thinking about that part no. like they had to learn that lesson yeah
1: <laughs> so in the end sadly uh nikki and paulo did end up like shannon and boone uh buried next to each other on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> lost <laughs> holy <laughs> shit
3: what a good episode i think
2: yeah, I don't know. I know that a lot of people didn't like it when it came out.
1: I remember hating this episode the first time I watched it.
2: I mean, I think it's funny because it's like, I know people probably didn't like it because by that point, they just wanted something that was going to move the plot forward. Right. but But they had no idea. They were in for another two and a half seasons
1: three and a, three? Half. Yeah. Three and a half seasons and i th- and i think maybe this episode gets a lot of hate because people hated nikki and paolo right they had to do so. course correction so let's talk about it did we like it was it good that's what we're trying to figure out the audience at home i think you probably already have an idea how this <laughs> conversation about to go but chrissy kick us
3: off so
2: good such a good episode i think I said this before, but I think uh, like it's really self-aware.
3: Yeah. And I
2: really love this thing of being able to um, spend time talking about, okay, there are a bunch of other people on the beach with them, yeah. and we never know what they're up yeah. to. I also like the idea of thinking about this as like, I don't know, there's so many people, there's so much weird stuff going on in the island. I think it would be really cool if we had more of these kind of Adventure of the Week type episodes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We've talked about that. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: yeah. It's like, they have so much material and so many people that you do see in the background just kind of milling around so they have a lot of room to play yeah but yeah I think it's really really great
1: yeah JP what do you think
0: the same but different I think (laughs) that this is an awful episode that I adore (gasps) for all of the wrong reasons I think, yeah, there's so much course correction and so much like probably audience backlash that they had to deal with. The level of fucking retconning and writing and attention to detail that they had to do to pull this off is insane. And I'm like, imagine if you would have given all of that time and effort to write this like uh, the same type of like the diamond and the double cross and, and whatever into characters that we already like or enjoy or have have this big part of the (laughs) shannon and boone story or or something you know like anything yeah obviously like i can't stand nikki and paulo i was glued to this fucking episode though yeah (laughs) i could not
1: look away so yeah uh adam i loved this episode Having previously hated it, the first time I watched it, I also I also think though it is an amazing feat of writing. Yeah, I think it is both good and I love it. You hand this story to a different writing team other than Kitsis and Horowitz, who I think are two of the better writers on staff. This episode goes poorly. The Kitsis and Horowitz do a really good job writing this story. How to get rid of two characters we never should have introduced in the first place. (laughs) Yes. And I also love when TV shows do episodes that are basically from another genre. Some of my favorite episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia are when they take and they subvert the plot, the, the the established format of the episode and do a different style of episode. Yeah. This is, a, this is a soap opera. This is a primetime soap opera episode. Yeah. Because it's about a primetime soap opera actress and her boyfriend. And it's a, it's a soap opera story. Right. Diamonds and double crosses and all this stuff. And they set aside almost all of the typical serialized lost stuff. Yeah. And I love that because, yeah, I honestly think that heavily serialized shows benefit from the occasional adventure of the week. The bus mess around episode is one exactly. of the best episodes of Lost I've fucking seen. Yeah, there's there's a, a ratio that the X-Files did where it was like
3: mm-hmm. five
1: episodes are monster a week. Then the sixth one is a mythology episode. And then so you get four or five mythology episodes through the X-Files. I think you get a little bit more mileage out of those mythology episodes if you sort of invert. Yeah, the the ratio. Do four serialized episodes in a row or do three and then once a month get the last script of the month. That's a mess around episode. Yeah. So the, uh, we've, I think we've referenced this article in the past a little bit. The Hollywood Reporter yeah. revisited the episodes and ranked them for the 15 year anniversary of Love Lost's airing. The writer describes this episode as the gang buries Nikki and Paolo. alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, oh my god. And <laughs> the, the and in this article, Expose is ranked 12th. Nice. Out of 120. Eleven episodes.
2: As it should be. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> it deserves it.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So Holy hell. we we thoroughly enjoyed watching this. <laughs> we have slightly differing viewpoints on to its quality. Yes.
2: <laughs> a couple of other comments so i just yeah. i knew i recognized nikki and paolo from something that wasn't nikki and paolo oh, sure. <laughs> nikki i don't know she's in two purge movies i looked her up i saw the purge <laughs> movies but they're not memorable yeah but paolo was very tan italian man in um i don't know if he was italian in love actually <laughs>
1: oh okay
2: the, the one that like the office worker story. Sure. And he was also mm-hmm. in a bunch of Westworld.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, he was. He was. Uh. He was one of the cowboys in the Westworld. One of the. Uh, one of the bad dudes. One of the black hats. Um. He was also King Xerxes in 300. Yeah. That's one of the first places I saw. <laughs> oh, him. Oh fuck. Okay.
2: That's right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah.
1: And that's the thing. Like these two aren't like bad actors. Right. Mm. As a yeah. matter of fact, I think Rodrigo Santoro is a pretty good actor, you yeah. know, for you know, for a TV guy. Like, yeah, sure. he's he's good on the on Westworld like. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so it's interesting thinking about them maybe being around longer, but then people just are like, no, no, no. Yeah. No, no. No. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just thinking I'm thinking to myself, what if Nikki and Paolo were on the show from the beginning instead of Boone and Shannon? I wonder what that would have been like. That they're, they're, they're the bickering
0: romantic couple. Or we don't kill off Boone and Shannon and we write more stuff like this for them yeah right
1: <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know uh so yeah so so that's it did we like it? was it good uh yes we liked it is it good yeah, mm-hmm. jury's still out i suppose i don't know and
0: that's <laughs> that's part of the charm um you guys want to do some mvps yeah we might as well right yes yeah. so lost mvp Who is your favorite who was just uh, amazing, who got the gold star for the day. Chrissy, start us off.
2: Okay, so... um, I hate to do this, but it's not a person. It is... It is an action dumping the diamonds out of the bag. Oh, yeah. Whenever they're referring to the diamonds, everyone always has to dump them out of the bag and take a little peek. Sure, yeah. I like that. I like that. They looked pretty cheap. (laughs)
3: They (laughs) looked 100% plastic.
1: Yeah. There's a
0: line in Inside Man where at the very end, Jodie Foster gives the line of the movie and she just goes, diamonds. (laughs) Um, That's all I could think about.
1: Nice. JP, what do you think? Well, who's your MVP?
0: It's got to be Sun. I was going to give it to Locke for not my fucking business, but Sun <laughs> stone cold gangster. I was already really attracted to her, now I'm even more attracted to her. So, it's got to be Sun. Uh, Adam MVP.
1: I think I got I think I got to give it to Arst.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Somebody's gotta you like know? again,
1: playing against the established type of the show. Like it was just nice to have George stands in lost for forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, totally. It, yeah, it was just like I'm used to seeing him being kind of annoying, and like he was annoying, but to like to good effect here. Like it made me laugh. Like it was good stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna give it to Leslie. I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good
1: and goofy.
0: Yeah. The pigs are walking, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> rock solid (laughs) Uh, (laughs) walking there's a flip side to this coin for every mvp there must be a lvp the least valuable player (laughs) who is terrible who sucks shit who do we want to bury alive (laughs) chrissy start us off
2: Okay, so I'm a returning guest. In my first episode, I said that my LVP was Locke, and once again, it's Locke. I just hate the man. I hate
1: him. Damn suck you. it. I'm, suck it, Locke. Suck it, JP. Oh, he's
2: man. just he's insufferable and he has that shit eating grin. He always, like he has this, you know. Better than everyone, kind of thing going on. Like I know something you don't. Ugh, hate him.
1: Wow, I love I it. Just, I love it,
0: Chrissy. What the hell? I just <laughs> unbelievable.
1: JP, who's your lost forever?
0: Kitsis and Horowitz. Um, <laughs> God damn you for not trying this hard on every episode of
3: Lost.
0: <laughs> Fair. Man, when they want here <laughs> when they want to write their way in or out of something, there they do some gymnastics and they don't do it every week, and that pisses me off.
1: <laughs> uh, Adam. Whichever one of the producers decided that every place in Sydney is within view of the Sydney Opera House. Every time they're in Sydney, you can see Sydney Harbor and the Sydney Opera House. Sydney's a huge city, and you, like any city that has an international landmark, you can't fucking see it from everywhere.
2: But how will the Americans gnar?
1: (laughs) You know...
0: oh no <laughs> uh, t- t- <laughs> Chrissy if you just uh, turn your webcam because you're in New York the Statue of Liberty
1: is right outside your yeah, window yeah it's right, right outside now, right? your window right
2: yeah I can see it wherever wherever I stand yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you can see that and yeah you, you can see like uh, the Brooklyn Bridge and yeah. know, Central Park you can see all that stuff from your apartment I'm assuming which is on the west side you know because that's the only place <laughs> people live totally oh, yeah, okay. the, upper, that yeah, exists. the upper west side yeah
0: <laughs> uh, Chrissy Thank you so much for (laughs) joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Thank you. Just in general, for everything.
2: Thank you so much for remembering that I really wanted to do this one. (laughs) As soon as you told me you were going to do this podcast, I was like, this is it. Yes. This is my
0: chance. Amazing. Is there anything you want to plug?
2: No, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. Oh, no, actually, yeah, I am working on something. So uh, I'm working on releasing like a video series of uh, apartment concerts. It's called Park Place Civic Association. I'm working on it with a friend of mine, Stephen Chen. So we're going to be having artists come in and record apartment sessions that are like arranged in a different way than they usually would be
3: cool like, yeah that's or all just
2: maybe super inspired by la blaga tech and t- <laughs> like tiny desks stuff like that yeah so, yeah um yeah I, love it. I will uh i'll blast it out soon
0: cool even if uh even if that happens before this episode drops we will <laughs> we- <laughs> We'll we'll tell people that they'll understand later. Wonderful. All right. Uh,
1: Adam, what are we watching next time? Excellent question. Uh, If you're trying to be lost with us, next time we will be talking about season two, episode one. (gasps) Man of Science, Man of Faith. Oh, shit. Featuring everyone's favorite medical corporation, Dr. Jack (laughs) Shepard. But... That will not be the next episode. What? It will be in your pod feed in two weeks, as expected. But next week, we've got a very special episode of Lost on Lost. JP and I are going to take some time to unpack the work trip. The work trip. For the Lost on Lost faithful. So we've got three weeks in a row of Lost on Lost action. Yeah. Counting this week. And then next week, we won't really talk about Lost that much. <laughs> but then the week after we will. When will we be talking about Man of Science, Man of Faith. Three weeks.
0: That's a big one, isn't it? I I've heard the name of that episode a whole bunch. Like that's a that's a big episode for Lost.
1: Uh, again, it's been a long time since I've rewatched, but because it's the season two premiere, mm. um, I gotta think this is the big uh, this is the big introduction of Desmond. So. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Cool. So yeah, just cool, think cool, cool. Just thinking back now, I'm like I'm remembering the cold open and um, Ooh, yeah, we got we, we got one. some good. Yeah, we're uh, that'll be a treat awesome
0: well uh chrissy thank you everyone out there listening thank you adam as always thank you um, thank you jp yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no seriously everybody out there thank you for tuning into this episode
1: of a lost on lost i'm adam and i'm jp you have any idea what's going on in the show nope me neither Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to
0: acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land.
1: Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples.
0: Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miama, and Chunk peoples.
1: And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli.
0: Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can
1: engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at lost, on lost one
0: You can also email us at WeAreLostOnLost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash WeAreLostOnLost. Lost.
1: Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in.
0: We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs>